Good afternoon and welcome in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake and it is December double deuce, the 22nd. And you know what that means, folks? If you ain't got your tri- Christmas shopping done by now, what do you think? What do you think, Big Lee? Hey, uh, it's it's definitely too late now. <laughs> you're you're up against it. But, I mean, but you some people operate better under pressure. That's true, but you're gonna have a tough time <laughs> from now until Christmas. You know what the weather is about to be doing. Absolutely, and it's, it's supposed not to get be good. It's supposed to get nasty about dark around here, about five o'clock. And they, I've always seen them putting brine brining the streets here in the city of Columbia, and I'm sure around Murray County. So. Uh, trying to do the best we can living in a southern town like this, it's tough because you don't have to fight snow on a regular basis like True. cities in the north. Yeah, you know, they, they get they get a lot more snow. And, you know, I was here this morning uh, uh, doing a show, doing Three Dudes with a View with, with Delk and, and all that crew, and uh, they've got all these roads salted uh, in between since we've been gone, and right. now we're back, and I, I'm kind of scared. It's going to be about well, 5 o'clock. When we leave here today, so we're kind of scared to leave the building. It's going to be cold when we leave, Drake. Okay. Uh, And if if all you listeners out there who listen to us on a regular basis, if you don't recognize the voice uh, opposite mine, that is Big Lou Maddox. uh, You know, kind of a kind of a legend around here. You're you're becoming this. You're becoming this mystical unicorn that people they hear over the radio waves occasionally, but they really can't pinpoint you because because you're you're a shaker and a mover. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you know it's from it's you you're going to school at MTSU in Murfreesboro, and you're burning the road uh, the interstate. What is that? Forty. It is forty. Interstate yes. forty east up into Knoxville to yes. go see a friend of yours uh, on the weekends. That's true. And I'm sure your friend also comes to visit you, doesn't? It's she, you know, I mean, especially she, during the football season. It's it's more me going up. There. Okay, I got you. I yeah. got you. Well, they and speaking of, it was kind of crazy up there. Now, are, are you are you inherently a, t- a Tennessee fan? Yes, my oh, whole life. Yep. Your whole life. Bleed orange, but you go into MTSU just for the academic side of it, or 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 just you just didn't want just Knoxville wasn't your thing. Well, uh, there's still an opportunity. I mean, a possibility for me to be end up in Knoxville, but you know, uh, I've got such a good setup here, and all the people here like me. And okay, Drake okay. likes but, me. Yeah, and, I do like you, and it's. Matter of fact, I don't know anybody that said a, that said a, kind of a nasty mean thing about you. Well, that's of course it is close to here. But it is close to Christmas, and people have yeah. people have to watch what they say close to Christmas nice. if they want the big man to come down their chimney. And, That's true. You got to end up on the right side the, of the list. Do what the big man does. Sure, but MTSU is uh, it's it's been great, and uh, you know they're known for for what I want to get into, which is stuff like this. So. Okay. Um, I think I think it was just the right decision for, well, the, for the time frame, and it's it's helped me out a lot. I personally am cheering for you one hundred percent. So you've got a cheerleader in me cheering for your, and just remember us Thank little, you, just remember us little people you stepped on on the way up to the ladder of success. I'm I still mean, here. I, don't know. I, I know you're still here. I'm just saying when I'm old and, and decrepit, and you know, standing when I'm in the stands of a Titans game, and you're doing the broadcast or something, and I look up at you, just act like you know me. I'll Say, give you I a know, wave. I know that old geezer down there. I did old radio. I did old radio. 
sports cast, sports show with him one time. So. I know. Yeah. And, I'm, and I, mean, I wanted you, to say this too. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to be back because, you know, I was a original part of this. That's this right. You started. Well, that's right. When we started this thing out before you left for school, it was you and I and Clayton the Claw Harris. Yes. And we sat down and kind of kicked this thing off. And since you've been away at school and haven't been able to make it, obviously, back down to Columbia for three shows a week. Right. We've missed you, and we're glad to have you back. It's, so, a, it's a great feeling. Love so, being back here. All right. So, you know, you're, you're talking about – we're talking about you, and you have a very close personal friend that lives in Knoxville that you go to visit yes. whenever you can. Female friend. And especially yes. during um, football season. So, sure. you went up there this year for football season, and it was great until it was fun until it wasn't yep. and when wasn't it not any fun anymore oh yeah the old uh the old gamecocks uh and, and, i mean it, we can say georgia uh i think that but, was a lot closer of a game than than a lot of people really remember it being and, and georgia and and the, and the loss to georgia might not have been as as big a shock yeah. to the system yeah. as the as it was to the game cop. Yeah, I don't I don't definitely not, you know, uh a lot of people still had uh Georgia coming out on top of that one, but you know, no one no one expected South Carolina to, to put up the game that they did against Tennessee and you know, all credit to them. They definitely put it to the okay. volunteers and uh, you know, kind of ended a magical kind of season. They, oh. they still had a they still had a great chance to to make the playoffs up until that. Oh, point. absolutely. Uh, that, put it this way: they beat they beat the Gamecocks. They're in. Yeah, m- most definitely. I mean, that's what's just so tragic and heartbreaking about it to Vol fans all over the globe, which there are Vol fans all over the globe. Uh, that they're in if they go down to South Carolina and take care of business that night. You know, and there's a lot of stuff that, that came up in the news that week. And that, what do you – and so I was about to get to that, and I don't mean to cut you off, but no, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me set you up here. And, you know, there are these theories. Uh, that I, don't, I don't know if they're conspiracy theories. I don't, I don't even think anybody was conspiring to do anything. But there are these theories and rumors – we, we can say rumors sure. that there was uh, dissension among the troops yeah. within within the Tennessee locker room. Um, there was players complaining about NIL deals, about money, about uh, you know not being paid what they thought they were supposed to supposedly suppose what they were worth. What what do you know about that? And what and what what is your what is your overall opinion on that? Well, you know, uh, we had a, a you know one of our top defensive players, Jeremy Banks, plays inside linebacker, just a, a stud. Now, and, and, and let's let's really. get, give his history a little bit. He, well, has, he came in. He has some history with Tennessee and and Pruitt, yeah, the former. Absolutely. He, well, he came in and uh, I think I believe he was a three or four star running back uh, out of Florida. I think came in and and was a running back his freshman. I think sophomore years. You know, has a COVID year. This might have been it, or he might have another one. Uh, not really sure what his eligibility is, but he came in with Pruitt and um, uh, was kicked off the team or dismissed from the team at some point. Well, he got was, he, he he got in trouble with the police, yes, I believe, right? Yeah, he, and he was dismissed from the team and somehow made his way back on uh, and um, 
switched to linebacker, and for the last for this past season and the season before that, he was kind of our best defensive player on that side of the ball. He's all over the place all the time. And um, yeah, it's 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 really sad to to hear what happened. And, and so, what what did you hear? What did you hear? You don't. We don't know. You weren't yeah, there. Yeah, First no. of all, let's say neither you or I were in in the room. You know, yeah. when 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 this supposedly went down. But what did you what did you hear? All rumors happened? and uh, what I what I concocted from the whole entire situation um, was that Jeremy Banks. Uh, had some kind of issue with the money that Hendon Hooker was receiving, which in the first place I don't get because Hendon Hooker was the face of college football until he went down with a torn ACL, arguably. Yeah. I mean, um, Hendon Hooker went from unknown to everybody knowing him. To I mean, I mean within arguably the within, within runner within two months, yeah, within eight week, within eight weeks of football, absolutely. Uh, so apparently there was an altercation there, and uh, Joe Milton, who's going to be starting uh, the backup in the, quarterback in the for bowl the balls. game, he'll be okay. starting this. Uh, he started in the Vanderbilt game, and uh, will now be starting in the bowl game. And the Orange Bowl against Clemson, exactly, and okay. will be projected to be the starter next year. Uh, there's definitely going to be a competition. Uh, well, the, transfer, the transfer portal will probably take care of that. There will, uh, if if uh, if it is a competition, there probably will be some transfer portal. Uh, sightings yes. if you will and I, i've heard of a couple so i'm i'm going to mention one when we get done when you get done but but go ahead so so there's there's an altercation there there's a confrontation let's say almost confrontation slash altercation between Hendon Hooker and Jeremy Bakes prior this is the week of South, South Carolina. Carolina yes exactly and um I think more of the confrontation was coming from Jeremy's side to Hendon Hooker. I really haven't heard that Hendon was. Uh, well, he's making more money. What's he got to play? What's he got to complain yeah, about? Yeah, he doesn't have anything to be mad about. But apparently, Joe Milton did not. They're really good friends, Hendon and Joe. And uh, apparently, Joe did not take too kindly. Joe's Joe's a big dude. Yes, I mean he's, he's about six five, two forty. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't mess with Joe because you can look at him and tell him he's a big cat. He is humongous. Okay, actually. all right. Uh, and uh, apparently there was an altercation there. I heard at first um, that Jeremy Banks was sucker punched by Joe Milton, and there was a broken jaw involved, but obviously that wasn't the case as he came back and played uh, against Vanderbilt, and I doubt he would have played with a broken jaw, that being Banks. um, No. But apparently after that had happened, uh, Jeremy Banks had kind of told the defensive members of the team uh, to not really show up. In the South Carolina game. That's what I heard. And really? If that's the case, wouldn't it kind of be plausible with the 63 points that were hung on Tennessee's head? I, you know, I, I don't know. But if that's the case, his butt wouldn't be playing on my team. No, absolutely not. And, and, and there's another story about him him stepping on the power tee, kind of, kind of, uh, kind of taunting Hendon Hooker and – to you know, stepping on the power tee there in the locker room, which is a no-no, which yeah, costs you, cost you multiple push-ups if you accidentally step on onto somewhere the power tee that's out in the middle of the of the locker room floor. But if you if you purposely stomp on the floor while saying derogatory things about the university and about other players on the team, then that's where the problem probably started when you think something like that went down sure and uh that ultimately ended up resulting in him not playing uh and like i said previously one of our best defensive players and 
uh, tremendously helped that defense all throughout the season. And they needed all they could get from South at the South Carolina game. And uh, obviously, it, it played a factor in that game. Not trying to make any excuses, but there was right. definitely something that went down within the team uh, and within the organization there that caused some uh, some bad blood and some some bad playing right. that Saturday. So we we had um, we had the week of the Georgia game, we had Tony Basilio on. Oh, really? Out of, we had, yeah, he was on, he was on this, he called in and, you know, we had him hooked up for about, he stayed on for about 45 minutes with us. Wow. And we were, uh, and he seemed a very nice guy. He's course, a great guy. Of course, you all can listen to the Tony Basilio show here on WKOM 101.7 FM. Um, the two hours prior from two to four, I believe that's, that's his hour. I believe so. And then this, then the front port sports radio hour, which is what you're listening to now comes on at four o'clock on Monday, Thursdays and Fridays. Um, so we had Tony on before the week of the Georgia game. And he just said, you know, he, he just, he's been in Knoxville. Uh, he came to Knoxville as a student back. He's close to my age in the eighties. And he never left. He's from Philadelphia. He never went back home. Okay. I mean, he's gone back yeah. home. Sure. He's gone, but sure. he stayed in Knoxville. Lives there. Loves it there. He now has now has his family and his show and everything. Uh, and and we talked to him about the Vols and about and of course you 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 as a student and being that age uh, can attest to this too that he just said it's just the fever pitch at which this te- this year's team took the Vol Nation, the fans, and everybody to this different level is just almost hard. It's just hard to believe. Yeah. Did, did you, do you agree with him? I mean, yeah, it, it was hard to believe. You know, we talked uh, before this season, and I personally, if you remember last summer, we were making our predictions. I had us going 11-1. and one in the regular season okay. for the loss to Alabama, and I projected that we'd beat Georgia. Obviously, that was flipped, and we fluked at South Carolina, but um, definitely uh, uh, something that a lot of people didn't see coming. And um, uh, The first 10-win season for the Volunteers in the regular season since 2003, I believe. So uh, it was definitely cause for people to be excited this season um, and ultimately ended very disappointing uh, sure. to some. To me, I think not really. Uh, From where Tennessee that, has been, absolutely to you where take, it is to where to where Heupel has got them now. You take away that that one South Carolina loss, you're still in the playoffs. You know, we're still playing in a New Year's Six Bowl, which I haven't seen personally in my lifetime. Well, that's there's only twelve teams involved involved in the New Year's Six Bowls, yeah. right? And uh, you know, I I've mentioned uh first ten win season since two thousand three. I was born in oh four. So <laughs> if that tells you anything. There so, you go. I I've, mean I've experienced a lifetime so, of pain. So it was a it was a very different experience and a fun experience, uh especially to be up there and to be in the student section most home games. Sure. And, um but yeah. Sure, and leave the golf balls and the mustard bottles at home. Yeah, no, you know what I mean? Drake, I just, just leave all that stuff at home. Forget about that stuff. Put that stuff in the rearview mirror and, and forget about it. So, all right, so the coach so the coach Bobby Dodd Ward came, Ward came out this past week. We're going to talk about that and Coach Josh Heupel on the backside of this break. Uh, we, you, we are the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, and I'm here with Big Lou. And if you guys would give us two minutes – uh, make us, uh, we're going to make a little money, a little Christmas cash, 
And uh, we'll be right back. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. Hi, I'm Julie Beck, and I want you to know about the Miracle League of Columbia at Murray County Park. It was formed in 2021 by a group of Columbians who had a dream of bringing a Miracle League baseball field and an all-inclusive playground here for individuals with disabilities. All the pieces are in place to make this project happen, and now we just need you. Check us out and connect with us on how you can be involved. Our website is www.columbiamiracleleague.com. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep american standard heating and air conditioning built to a higher standard call davis heating and cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs davis heating and cooling is your local american standard dealer and proudly serves the murray county area find davis heating and cooling online and on facebook or call today 388-2090 Welcome back to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and that is a little Christmas jazz bringing us in a few days before Christmas. Mr. Charles Brown, Merry Christmas, baby. I like that. That's kind of... I like it, too. You know what I mean? That's perfect fit. That's kind of stuff when you're... uh, you and Mama, or the kids are put to bed, and you and Mama are putting the 
putting the toys out and helping get ready for Santa Claus to come down the chimney, put on a little Charles Brown and turn it down low, turn the lights down low and maybe grab an adult beverage and throw another log on the fire. There's no telling what'll happen. Yeah, I, I, guess, mean, you know, so. I guess so, Drake. I'm, you know, I'm still the one that's being put to bed. But. I, oh, now look, Big Lou, come on. You're helping, surely you're helping – uh, spread Christmas cheer. Yeah, spread Christmas cheer, you, you know, go. for everyone. Everyone needs a yeah. little bit of Christmas cheer. Before we left for the break, we were talking about Tennessee football and um, uh, Lou, you going up and visiting your your friend uh, that she goes to Knoxville, uh, UT, and uh, just kind of getting that whole experience, even though you attend – School at Middle Tennessee State uh, in Murfreesboro, and I was I was bringing up the question, and and we went over these when these candidates came out for Bobby Dodd Coach of the Year award, and um, the five finalists are Kirby Smart from Georgia, Jim Harbaugh from Michigan, Kyle Winningham for Utah. Chris Keelman, I believe, is for Kansas State. Is that, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but it looks like Keelman. I think that's right. K-I-E-L-M-A-N, Keelman, I, I believe. I, don't think, uh, I can't think of another uh, pronunciation. Uh, okay. Um, so uh, Coach Keelman is, is coaches Kansas State, and they've got a heck of a ball team. Yep. Alabama's going to find out about that in the Sugar Bowl this year. And Will Fritz for Tulane and Tulane, and he's – I mean – I'd almost have to give it to that guy for those, out of out of those candidates. I'd almost have to give it to Will Fritz at Tulane. I mean, Tulane is he's done a heck of a job at Tulane. I mean, Tulane's kind of like the Vanderbilt of yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But you know, I, we're talking about this because how in the world is Josh Heupel not listed in those five names? I don't get it. I don't either. I'm not, I mean, I'm not. An, I'm not. A, I'm not a Tennessee fan. I went to Alabama, and, and the three guys we normally have in here on this show, Clayton the Claw and Coach D, uh, James D. He's. We're all Alabama uh, Alabama fans, and um, you know we're not huge Josh Heupel and Tennessee fans. But let me. I, I'm scratching my head too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you got to just. I mean, you take away your 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 fandoms uh, of your specific teams and. Uh, you look at what that guy's done. You take it from a, a Jeremy Pruitt coach team uh, three years ago. That was the worst team in Tennessee football history statistically. Uh, and he turns it around, goes eight and four one year or eight and five, lost to Purdue in, in the bowl game there in, in Music City, which shouldn't have happened uh, in the first place. That should have been a win. I was at that one. And well, uh, look when you give up when you give up six hundred yards. That's true. Fans, that's true. De- but that's de- you deserve to win a ball game. You, you know, de- you and yes there, or no? Drake. That's it. Yes. No, you okay. got me there. Okay. You got me there. But right, I also right. got to get you with. That was a touchdown there at the goal line at the end of that you know, ball game. If anybody, I doubt anybody I was, even remembers. I it was now. in my car um, listening to that ball game. I was either on that that ball game ended early in the afternoon, didn't it? Like yeah, I think like so. like about dark or yeah. when it was about dark. I was headed to it to referee a basketball game somewhere. Okay, and I was listening to it, so I didn't get to see it on. on you know, I didn't get to see it. I was just listening. To basically what I thought was a track meet because you know it, it was. I mean, I mean it, it was definitely an entertaining game to watch. There was over like eleven hundred yards of offense in that game. Yeah, so both yeah. sides were defenseless. Let's yes, put it that way. True, uh, but back to my point is, okay. uh, you go from what was it? I think I would think they were four and eight 
and then you go eight and four, eight and five, and then uh, now to this season, you're sitting at ten and two and going to a New Year's Six Bowl, and you had an opportunity to go to the college football playoffs. Your second year, yeah, and he's not even a candidate for. The, you know what? I'm just going to put it this way: you guys and awards, and we'll go back to Peyton Manning. You know, you did snub, did got snubbed, got whatever the dig got robbed, snubbed, whatever. I go on the deal. about Peyton Manning not winning the Heisman Trophy. For exactly, hours. Tennessee fans are just torn. Are still to this day are just torn apart and about it. Now I can kind of get it. I I understand that. And now uh, another award that that you know you would think that you're one of yours, uh, Coach Heupel, would be in line for, or at least be a candidate for. You don't have to win the dang thing, yeah. but just be a candidate for the Bobby Dodd Coach of the Year award, and he's not mentioned out of five other coaches. Yeah, you know, you'd like to see him mentioned in that in that conversation and in that group of guys there. Um, I guess he's going to have to do a little more. Obviously, I guess <laughs> I, I don't guess, understand it. I but. guess you got to win the darn natty. I yeah. guess you got to win the natty yeah. in order to get to be a candidate. I guess that South you know? Carolina game. Uh, Kind of, kind of I, I messed him up there or something. Surely they, they, you know, you would think one game would not make the whole year yeah. for one for the coach. But anyway, I don't know. well, you know, the Bobby Dodd it it doesn't allow first year coaches in their in their first year of their job to okay. win coach of the year. I didn't know. So that. last year, obviously, Coach Heupel would be ineligible. This year, he's eligible. This being his second year at Tennessee. Um, so Coach Sonny Dykes at TCU would. This is his first year at TCU. He's in this. He's in the college football playoffs. Uh, he's going to go up against Michigan. I mean, that's kind of an incredible story in itself. I mean, TCU is like, and I and don't fan real fans don't get mad at me. Don't don't you know? I, but I'm just trying to draw a comparison to what TCU is like in the. In yeah. the big in yeah. the Big Twelve, and it's similar to a Vanderbilt in the TCU is to the Big Twelve what Vanderbilt is to the SEC. Right. Yeah. And and you look at TCU, and um, I mean, regardless of what you think, how close all their games were, <laughs> which is what I was saying throughout the whole thing, is you know they barely beat anybody by more than a touchdown. Um, but, but, but the fact again, that you, they did every single weekend and, and got, you know, except for the Big 12 championship, uh, a very impressive oh, run for them and still going now and, and an opportunity to beat and, Michigan and uh, go on and win a national championship. I mean, it's still on the table, which is, which is unbelievable to say out loud. And I want to say in almost half of those games, of half of the wins they had this year, they were down by double digits at some point <laughs> That ball yep. during those yep. during those ball games in about half of them and came back to win. Yep. Uh, so it's just you know it's been a crazy year in college football. Um, and it's, and let's go on and talk about we don't we don't have you here in in the studio and on the show at all anymore. So while we've got you here, let's go on and talk about let's go on and talk about the the CFP the college football playoffs and let's talk about the matchup between Michigan. TCU and Georgia Ohio State, and you know what? What do you think? Why don't you? Why don't you prognosticate? Why don't you rub your? You know, get your crystal ball out and and tell us what what do you think is going to happen? I mean, I, you know, I think for the first time in the playoff, 
maybe other than the first year when Ohio State was was good with uh, I believe it was JT or JT Barrett or Cardell Jones and JD Daniel no and it was, JT Daniels it was Zeke Elliott who was the main piece of that Ohio yeah, State team because he that ran over Alabama he yeah. stomped he ran a hole through Alabama's defense that night and what I'm trying to say is I think it's the first time since then that there's not two arguably dominant teams that are in this thing that are going to blow somebody out of the water like an Alabama uh you know Georgia's in this a predictable finals so what you're saying right I think that Georgia is vulnerable this year I don't think they're as good as they are last year why do you why do you why do you believe I mean just just from looking at their performances this year overall offensively or offensively definitely I mean I you know I I usually get a lot of heat for saying it but I don't think Stetson Bennett is is uh, it no. He manages the football. He manage, He does what Kirby Smart asked him to do and manages he's the not, football game, but he's not – He's not better than Hendon Hooker. He shouldn't have been in New York as a Heisman finalist, in my opinion. Did you hear that, Tennessee fans? Big Lou just put it out there. Well, he they said, agree with me. They know that. Tennessee okay. fans know that. I, and Charles Woodson did not deserve the Heisman. The only defensive player in history – it, am I right? The Heisman I think, Trophy? I, I don't know. I I'm think pretty so. sure that's right. Either I don't know. I don't know. Two. Shows you how dumb I am. I put money on Will Anderson to win the dang thing. You know. But I would tell you this: Will Anderson. Get a shot. Will Anderson is a better defensive player than Charles Woodson. But remember, Charles Woodson. He he ran some routes. He he ran he yep. ran some wide receiver. Returned some punts. He did a few things offensively. He wasn't completely just defense only. Yeah. He he had he he touched the ball on the offensive side some. And maybe maybe that's why maybe Michigan did that on purpose in order to get in order to get his name into the pot. You yeah, know what and, I mean? And you usually see you can see some guys like that that have snuck in, you know, Michigan especially. Uh, likes those kind of guys. You remember Jabril Peppers from yeah, a couple of years yeah, ago? Yeah, absolutely. A few years ago, that's a terrific linebacker or defensive pay, end or he's whatever. A safety and oh, was he a yeah, safety? And he was in the Heisman conversation. He played everywhere. He's a punt returner, a strong safety. Okay, okay. Ran some routes on offense. Ran the jet sweep. Uh, and you know, they guys that can do it all like that. I understand uh, that could get into the conversation, but Charles Woodson was nowhere close. To Peyton Manning, in my opinion, okay. in 1997. All right. Even okay. though I wasn't born and, you know. Uh, you weren't just, even just born and you weren't, look, you weren't even a lot on the earth and you knew that. I mean, yeah. imagine all the people that were born walking around on the face of the planet saw it happen and what they, how they felt about it. And no discredit to Charles Woodson because he's, a, you know, he's a Hall of Famer, the, Heisman gotcha. Trophy winner. Got, uh, but he, can't argue but he, he wasn't, a, he wasn't a better, better college athlete football player than Peyton Manning. No, I don't agree with that. There you go. Peyton should have won it. Yeah. It's a okay. snub it's a snub of the University of Tennessee, but you know, we we, we fight on and uh <laughs> Hendon Hooker should have been a finalist regardless of the ACL tear this year over Stetson Bennett. He was named the offensive player of the year in the SEC uh and still was not invited to New York and Stetson Bennett was. How that makes sense. It's crazy. I don't know. Well, we got up we got off the topic just a little bit. Yeah, so let's did. go back to the C this college football playoffs. So you're thinking like I'm thinking. You're thinking Ohio State. Ohio State could put up some points for sure. They're pretty. They're pretty good defense. Solid defensively. I think that game. I think that game's going to go down. Go down well into the fourth quarter before we're going to figure out who's going to win that ball game. And I think TCU Michigan will too. And you know, I think, you see, you know, even if Michigan gets up early, like you said, TCU is a are their comeback artists. They are not going to quit. And Max Duggan, the quarterback, yeah. 
for he's a fighter. TCU. That guy he's is. I mean, he is. He is. A, he is a junkyard dog. He's he got will, that dog in him. He do, he does straight. have that dog in him. So I'm I'm kind of liking the underdogs in both the semifinal games. But that's the good thing about it. It's going to be really entertaining rather than just saying know you know Alabama happen. Alabama Cincinnati. You know, and then Alabama's favored by. Thirteen and a half points, whatever the deal is, I mean, and end you know, up winning by twenty. You know? And so, and you're kind of like, oh well, hell, everybody knew that was going to happen. Yeah, nobody I mean, wants uh, to watch a, a blowout or a you know. You know, let's have let's have something. Let's have some. Let's have a college football playoff that some people are talking about. And with all that being said, that's why I'm not so sure expanding this thing to twelve teams is such a great idea. Why's that? Because I think you're going to. Because I think once you get down into once you get down to the 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th teams, and you're talking about the top four that will receive buys. Uh, you know, yeah. Can, I, yeah. I mean, you know. Kind of makes it more predictable. Yeah, kind of makes it more predictable. And more chance for kids to get hurt. That's true. Late in the season. Like, you're foot, you're you know, a football player. You know. Yeah. You know, you know that drag, the, the longer the season goes, oh, yeah. the, the more the just more tired and worn out you start to feel mentally and physically. You get into game 10, 11, 12, and, uh, just especially like, even in a high school seat. You and, know, not, not plus, like I'm a super athlete or anything, but there it does you wear on you. And I know winning's supposed to rejuvenate you and make you, you know, keep you motivated, but there's only so much the body and the mind can put up with before it starts to break down. Absolutely. Uh, okay, we're up against our second break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Uh, we're going to come back. I've got some Magic 8-ball picks for tonight's bowl game and Thursday night football game, so don't go away. Give us two minutes. We'll be right back. When I'm feeling mighty fine. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen meat and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art, fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. 
This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Looking for a physician? Choosing a healthcare provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group, your health is our primary care. At CSH, we know the sport of football builds discipline, character, and work ethic. Three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured, and that's why CSH supports all Murray County football teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know football builds men that make a difference. Let's go. I don't know about you, but I just love doing business with small businesses. You feel appreciated when you walk in and they know your name. At Caledonian Financial, we try very hard to appreciate our clients. We value everyone and we reject the idea that you're not worthy of advice if you don't have a certain amount of money. We love our neighbors, all of them. This is Monty Sneed with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. This time of year I'd like to remember The gifts of cheer To put under the tree Sharing the things that Make a December Here is my list for you just from me. All I want for Christmas are friends that sparkle. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Big Lou Maddox. And man, we're into Christmas. If y'all can't tell, excuse me. We're in the dang Christmas spirit around here at WKOM 101.7 FM. Punch this in. Lock it in on your car, your tricycle, your motorcycle, your kitchen uh, kitchen stereo, kitchen stereo, wherever. You all just make sure it's on 101.7, and you get to hear the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour every Monday, Thursday, and Friday, 4 to 5. And uh, Coach D... 
and Clayton the Claw are in Tuscaloosa this afternoon because they got invited down to watch a Alabama practice. And I know they're extremely being Alabama fans like I am. They're extremely excited to go down and actually watch a practice in person because normally those practices are closed, right? Lou, I mean, they're they're normally. I mean, they they don't they just don't open them up to the public. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, even as a Tennessee fan, you can appreciate greatness, and you can you can yes. know that you know an opportunity to witness Nick Saban at, at his craft, and sure. especially as coaches, all of them getting to witness that and and how their he, game, and, how he handles his business, sure. and how you know, and you you pick up on stuff That's an like awesome that. Awesome opportunity, and so Clayton and. Uh, Coach James Dickinson are in Tuscaloosa, and I hope they. I know they're having a big time as well. But you know what? I'm having a pretty darn good time right here with you, Lou. I, I enjoy talking to you. This you me one one this afternoon, and um, I'm sad we're in the last segment, Drake. I know it's gone by like it's gone bang, by too quick, too quick. So last night the Western Kentucky tops. They call them the T O P S, the tops, the toppers, the hilltoppers. They opened up a can of. A can on uh, South Alabama Jaguars, Jaguars last night. They're impressive, and uh, that was in New Orleans, and uh, they beat South Alabama. The, the Hilltoppers beat South Alabama forty-four to twenty-three. And I first time I'd got to see West Kentucky on TV, and they've got a quarterback. And his name is, I believe, it's Patrick Reed. Is his name a blonde-haired kid, and uh, they're. I'm telling you what, they, he had his team up 21 nothing before you could even hardly sit down and pop a top on a cold beverage. And uh, uh, it it was never it never even really in doubt. The, the ball game was pretty much over. West Kentucky won. They covered. And uh, this Patrick Reed kid, if it, I think it's Patrick Reed. But anyway – it might not be. I might be thinking of the golfer. I know his last I'm name. Look it up. Okay, I know his last name was Reed. But anyway, but, with, uh, with the bowl game last night, he he has passed for like forty seven hundred yards this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that's. that's I mean that, that that's uh, nuts. It's a Reed. You got the you got the last name right, but he's thrown for forty seven hundred Austin Reed four yards. I think I think it's Austin. Uh, Let's see. Last here. night he went thirty six for fifty five for four hundred and ninety seven yards, four touchdowns, and one interception. Golly. I mean that's that's pretty much thirty six for fifty five for let's say five hundred yards and four touchdowns. This guy had, you know, forty seven hundred yards over the season, uh sixty four percent completion percentage. Uh, as long as a seventy six, he had forty touchdowns to eleven interceptions. I mean, if if you're if you're in a bigger conference those are Heisman esque numbers. Absolutely, absolutely. And and just think about this, folks. Last year, guess who? Guess who played? In, he played behind the Zappy kid that is now at the New England Patriots. That came in behind Mac Jones and lit and lit up a couple of teams. Arguably better than Mac Jones. I know. Right now. That's what at I'm, this point in the season. That, I don't know who I, who I'd start. I, I imagine you would start hearing some chants, especially after oh, that, there have been some chants, especially after the debacle of. Uh, on Sunday against the Raiders, where they threw, man, we could talk about that too, man. Oh my gosh, what was that? So, so did Ramondre Stevenson throw that? Throw that? Jacoby Myers. Stevenson oh, J- is the one who Jaco- pitched it Jacoby. Back to Jacoby. Myers. 
Okay. So yeah. Jacoby Myers is the one that threw it to the Raiders guy for the yes. touchdown. So in fantasy, if you had Jacoby Myers, would you get would you get six points for that? <laughs> Or four points for touchdown. <laughs> I don't know, but I, oh, you, you know, know what I'm saying? Man, I, mean, I, I had was, Jacoby Myers. He threw a touchdown to the other team. I was watching that live, and you know, I bet everybody knows what we're talking about. But if you don't, it was tied up at 24 all between the Patriots and the Raiders in Oak in or in Las at Vegas. At the end of regulation, I mean, no time the left. Last play of the game. Zeros on the clock. Why are you not playing for overtime? You're on your own side of the 50 yard line. The Patriots were with the ball. And they're trying to flea flicker this ball around uh, to, to score a touchdown on the last play of regulation when you could have just gone down uh, and and you know taken the overtime period and had a chance to win the game or tie it or you know at least <laughs> escape with your dignity. Uh, but like you said, Stevenson pitches it back to Jacoby Myers and he throws it right to the Raiders. I bet that was the quietest, the world's quietest plane flight on the way back to Massachusetts from Las Vegas ever. That ever. makes me want to act like a Bill Belichick, man. <laughs> I just I was sitting there watching it live and I just couldn't my jaw was dropped. I could not believe it. I bet he dropped a couple of F bombs in in the, in the locker. Sure. I mean, How can you not? Knowing Belichick and reading his lips sometimes, he he I bet he dropped a few good ones when they got it when they got back in sense, the man. locker room. So no sense. <laughs> But anyway, um, so let's see. That was that was Sunday. Tonight is Thursday. This is Thursday, and tonight Thursday night football, Amazon Prime football. Do you ever watch Thursday night football? I, I do. Do you and, have uh, Amazon Prime? I actually, or are you pirating? Are I, you? I actually use my <laughs> girlfriend's family's account to watch the games. Uh, usually right. in my dorm room because I don't right. have anything else to do. Uh, but I have not been very impressed with with the thursday night broadcast matchups or or the the broadcast anything uh, in general kirk kirk herb street and could should should kirk stick to college i just don't think he fits in the in the in the pro style game he's i love kirk and you know he's always he wasn't much of a pro quarterback that's true and uh, you know, I think him and Chris Fowler go perfectly together and always have and they you know they always not kirk and al michaels no that's Al Michaels the, is a pro guy. I, I like Al Michaels is a pro guy. Would yes, you say he's a pro just, guy? You know, absolutely. I love Al Michaels. I think he's a great broadcaster, but they're just too they clash a little bit to okay. me. Okay. Right. You know, I, I like the I like the dynamic a little bit, you know, where they have the halftime reports from Tony Gonzalez and Ryan Fitzpatrick and Alex Smith and Richard Sherman there. Uh that's really the only entertaining part of it to me. Okay. Um because the matchups are usually not very entertaining, haven't been all year. Well, tonight on Bezos Foot, I mean, I, I mean Amazon, be, I mean Prime Amazon Thursday night football, right? Yeah, um, is Jacksonville at the New York Jets, and the Jets are favored by two and a half points. This should this should be a pretty good matchup. I agree. It's a low po- point total at thirty seven. You're not going to see your point totals much lower than that, um, and normally a very low low point total like that. Uh, tends to mean you need to bet under the point total, not over it. Um, but uh, the Jets are two and a half. And before we get off the air, I've got a Magic 8-ball pick. I got out the Magic 8-ball at home before I came to the studio. And uh, we've got uh, we got a couple of picks on tonight's Thursday night football. And, you know, the owners of the, owners of the NFL got a billion dollars a year from Jeff Bezos and Amazon to – 
to for them thir- to be for Thursday night. Yeah, for, for one game. For the rights, yeah. For one game a week, Thursday night football. Wow, a billion dollars in, uh, over the next thirteen years. I mean, that's pocket change to that guy, isn't it? Yeah, Pretty much. I guess. I mean, you know, he's shooting, is he is he shooting spaceships up into he's shooting spaceships up into the no, that's that's Musk. But I thought that was I thought that I thought that was him too. Bezos did it too, didn't? Well, it he? could be. I think Bezos is. I the, think they were one of they were racing the or something. Up there. They were they were up, they were up to some type of shenanigans up there. I don't know what it was, but um, he's got it to to play around. Yeah, with, sure. he's got it. Of course, you know, there's a lot more that that money could do. I think than to fire rockets you know, into the air. But anyway, uh, and do much more good with that money. Um, okay, you go to MTSU. MTSU is playing tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Is it? It's Christmas Eve. Christmas, Christmas Eve. MTSU is playing San Diego State. And what a better place to play than – Oh man, yeah. Hawaii. And like I I'm said, fine. How are you? I've been I've been covering them, and I'm actually. Are, uh, friends. are you going out there? No, you, you going no, no, to Hawaii? No, 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 I will not be traveling with the with that. That would the be team. awesome. Though, it would be. It would be. But I've I've got a couple of buddies on the team now that I've, Chip Walters from Columbia, great guy. And uh, you know we've we JP Plant, who a lot of people here have heard on this radio station before, yeah, works with yeah. them now, and um, yeah, just uh, a really so great they're all they're time all for them. They're all packing their sunscreen and straw hats, and I've been seeing it all over uh, all over Instagram and Hawaiian and shirts, and, and they're getting rid of flip flops, and they've been having a great time. The whole team down there. Oh, they're already out there. Oh, they've they're been kicking. there. They've been there. I think since I think they got there Tuesday. And they play uh, Going Saturday to a night. luau and eating that purple poo-poo stuff they serve. Having practices down Poo-poo there. platter or poi or what? I don't know what it's called. But anyway, it's well, good for times. them. Yeah. And you know what? I'm telling you, if I, if, if they they said, Drake, your team gets to go to a bowl, you know, and I'm saying, well, I hope it's either one of two places or, or either, either or place, Las Vegas or Hawaii. Yeah. Or maybe I, you know, maybe Miami would be all right. It'd be fun to go down. It'd be fun to go down to Miami. For, well, I've got another. I've got another one for you because you know what bowl they went to last year? Who's that? MTSU. Yeah, not the Detroit Motor City. Bowl. The Bahamas Bowl. Which so is, they've got. I, I two, watched that the other day. Got and had two dan- dandies in a row. I watched that the other day, and that was uh, that kicked off all the bowls. The Bahama Bowl was the very first one. Yeah. So uh, some some luck there for the Blue Raiders. But MTSU is, is playing San Diego State Christmas Eve in Hawaii, and San Diego State is a six and a half to seven point favorite. Depends on on where you where you look, and you, you probably can find it a couple of different places depending on who you're going to bet on. If you're going to bet on MTSU, you want to get all the points you can. If you want to take uh, San Diego State, then you obviously you want you want the line lower with a forty eight and a half total. How have they overall? And, and you're an MTSU guy. I've been covering them this year. Offensively, how are they? You know, on on a scale of one to ten. Okay, middle. Let's, let's let's say one to ten. It's hard to put a number on it. If I had to, I'd say a six and a half or a seven. But okay. you know, they started out uh, pretty rough. I think they were like two and four to start out the season, and finished or two and four or three and four, and finished seven and five on the year. The Blue Raiders did so. Uh, middle really progressed towards the end of the season and got better every week. And uh, you know, they could they put up a lot. They put up some points when 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 time was when time called for it. So now, is Stockstill's son? He's gone. He's, he's gone. Okay. Yep. It was last year his think, last year or the year the, last year the year I think the year before. Oh, last really? Was his last and year. And he was quarterback. 
Yes. And quite and quite a little and quite a quarterback at that. Brent Stockstill, yep. Yeah, there okay, you go. I think yeah, he won the Camellia Bowl uh, t- two or three years ago, and that was his his last uh, stint with them. But Chase Cunningham is the, is the quarterback now, and uh, you know he was uh, very mediocre, some would say, last season, and kind of came on towards the end of this year and uh, and uh, played pretty well. Uh, okay, so tonight six and six Baylor is playing Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl. Uh, and Baylor is a three-and-a-half-point favorite with a total of 43. Uh, I've got a Magic 8-ball pick for that right at the end of the hour here in just a few minutes. Uh, tomorrow at 2 o'clock, that, the Baylor Air Force game starts at 6.30 tonight, Central Standard Time. Um, and all these are Central Standard Time starts. Louisiana at 6-6 six and six is taking on Houston at home. Houston is a seven-point favorite with a 56-and-a-half total. Uh, tomorrow at 2 o'clock in the Independence Bowl. The Gasparilla Bowl, which is in Tampa and played where the Bucks play, um, is Wake Forest versus Missouri, and that's at 5.30 tomorrow. So there's two tomorrow, Louisiana at H- Louisiana, Houston, Wake Forest, Missouri. And rumors are is that Tennessee's knocking on the door of Sam Hartman at Wake Forest. Have you heard anything about them wanting the quarterback from, from Wake Forest to, to – Enter the transfer portal and come on down to Tennessee. Have you heard anything like that? I have not. But I'll tell you what, he's a hell of a quarterback. If well, you, if you watch Wake Forest, he is that, one. That hell throws of a wrench in, in the I'm whole system you. there. I'm telling you, and you need, you need it, it. Very well could happen. Yeah. Um, so tonight, I promised you listeners out there that and and look, if you guys, I know it's close to Christmas and the end of this year, but if any of you guys have been listening to us on a con- consistent basis and been listening to what my eight, magic eight ball has been telling you prognosticating in these ball games you are way you've got plenty of money for christmas to buy your loved ones some nice christmas presents i'm telling you that's Liz, good to hear i'm just telling you this that's this eight ball is probably 80 percent nice correct against the spread and that's I, I college might, and pro. I might need to start betting, huh? There, well, I'm just telling. Well, I don't know about that. Don't don't get don't jump in this late in the game. Start out yeah, early because you know true. gambling is kind of a marathon. You have to kind of do it. Look at it over the whole course of the season. I also got a couple of years till I legally allowed to do that. <laughs> we know you. We don't we don't want to break the law. <laughs> that's true. Okay, so tonight, uh, let me see if I can find this in the college NCAA Baylor. And Baylor is playing, I just told, oh, Baylor's playing Air Force. Magic 8-Ball says take Baylor minus three and a half over Air Force and take the over in that game, over 43 and a half in that that ball game. And in the Thursday night football game, the Magic 8-Ball has come up with the New York Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. We are the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. He is Big Lou Maddox. We thank you for listening. And we have another show before the end of the year. That will be tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Please join us. You all have a great night and have a merry, merry Christmas. Please come home for Christmas. If not for Christmas, by New Year's night.